always got Pixlexia, okay? This all on you? This all on your cow? Welcome, foolish mortals. It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. The reference here is very obscure. Welcome to the Obscure World of Disney. You're listening to the Obscure Disney Podcast. It's our belief that no detail is too small, no character cameo too short, and no quirk too strange to be celebrated. And with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, why not get an annual pass wherever you get your podcast from or find us at ObscureDisneyPodcast.com. And see all of our fun patches at DisneyPatch.com. Steve, do you not want to close your eyes? I would lie awake. <laughs> Just to hear you breathing. That's not really on the ride, though, is it? No. Yeah, it's it's much like you know, much better songs. Walk this way. <laughs> Pink is the color of my. I don't remember the rest of it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I didn't mean to start this out as a karaoke episode, but right? apparently it is. Disney karaoke, y'all. Uh, it's a patch cast. Welcome to December. How excited am I about this patch? Uh, too excited because you <laughs> basically poked me in the head over and over again until I agreed to make one. Completely true, which means it's going to be horrible. Nobody's now. gonna. Want, I'm going to be the only one that buys one. Well, you have two. to pay me a lot. <laughs> uh, we decided it was time to do a patch and therefore a patch cast about the Aerosmith coaster, right? Rock and roller coaster rock at um, coaster. Hollywood Studios. Yeah, right. Oh, I'm so excited! It's such a it's such a unique ride for Disney, in my opinion. Um, I other than like Star Wars, I can't think of another ride that just kind of came out of left field for a lot of people and were like, "Huh, I never saw this pairing happening," but here it is. Right. Because you know when they did Star Tours, people were like, "Huh." Star Wars and Disney, interesting. You know, not as interesting now. Right. But, um, <laughs> but who would have thought Aerosmith and Disney right. would go well together? So good. It's absolutely great. Yeah. So if anybody hasn't ridden the ride, basically what it is is it's at Hollywood Studios at yeah. uh, the Magic Kingdom, or no, I'm sorry, Hollywood Studios at Disney World, right? Yeah. And uh, it's a coaster that's indoors. Yeah. And it's all themed around Aerosmith, essentially. So we show up and we're late for a concert and we need to like get zipped backstage. Yeah, basically like we what you do is you're walking in you're walking into a record recording studio with Aerosmith. Well, Aerosmith happens to be there. Yeah. Yeah, Just hanging out. You you get in and they have these they have great uh, theming as you go in. Do you remember the door that's full of marbles? You know, I do. Such a cool door. (laughs) It's like it's like a metal grate and each little square has a marble in it. Yeah. It seems like something that somebody with like sensory like issue would be love to just rub their hands up uh-huh. and down the marbles all day long. Um, Which must be me because I want these doors so bad. They're so heavy. Wouldn't they be heavy? <laughs> doors made out of marble. Yeah. Um and then they also have great uh digital posters as you're going in and when you're wearing your magic bands it'll pull your name and put your name on the posters yeah which is always fun my name has never shown up neither is Mm -hmm. mine which you would think that steven tyler would just fit perfectly with my name right (laughs) you would think you would think so but no 
and then they line you up and you go into a room looking into a recording studio. And this is the first time that we're introduced to the fact that Aerosmith is in the building. Uh-huh. And they're they're getting packed up and ready to leave after recording. And then they go, wait a minute, we can't just leave all these people here talking about the oh, crowd that's... of people, obviously. Uh-huh. And then they tell uh, their manager who played Lambert in Alien, the first Alien movie. Oh, okay. Where I recognize her from. Um, she's famous. She's famous. And so she's like, okay, you guys have to go now. So they, she puts them in a limousine and she makes a phone call for a super stretch limo. Super stretch. To come and get you to the concert <laughs> as fast as possible. Oh, it's got me written all over it. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, they go, we'll see you there. And then walk this way starts playing and the doors open and you head into the loading area. Now, before we leave this room, though, real quick, they've added something to the ride, right? Which is like a cast member interaction. Do you remember what this is? They've Some people do it and some don't. There's a part where uh, Steven Tyler is looking at the group and sometimes a cast member will be like, hey, Steven, how about some backstage passes? And Steven Tyler goes, wait a minute. I love that idea. Backstage passes. You know, so I think uh... they've done that. But... I don't think it happens every time. I have to tell you, like the first three or four times it happened, I was like, what is this par it, uh, audience participation that I don't know about? Because people will do that, right? Like you, yeah. it happens on the, um, when you're on the um, um, Haunted Mansion, when you're going down, people have created things that they do to the, the thing. Yeah, well, most people just say the Haunted Mansion spiel along with the ghost host in oh, the yeah, yeah, elevator. Yeah. And, and it's an, yeah, not the best. Yeah. And I totally thought that's what it was. I totally you just thought it was some random guest being like, how about some backstage passes? Right. Yeah. I thought it was like a local thing that people made up and stuff. And I was just like, uh... I mean, you can start doing it now if you really want. I probably... <laughs> Next time we're there, I'll let you yell out, how about some backstage passes? Oh, never. No, <laughs> not happening. Um, and so you get to the loading area where, of course, it is a roller coaster car, but it's made to look like a limousine. And we're basically. in a backstage alley. Yeah, too, the, the alley is fun. And it's got like construction equipment, like wet cement and things yeah. like that all around. Totally my jam. And then uh, they get you in and it is a launch coaster. So you, you start at the beginning at a tunnel and it, it has one of those signs that's like head back, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And then it launches you through that opening and taking pictures of you at your worst possible moment, of course. And I have to tell you, I know the launch is coming. Been yeah. on the ride many times. Mm -hmm. Probably my favorite ride at that park. No. Oh. I get scared every single you time. You do get scared every time. Of that launch. It was the same thing with uh, the Incredicoaster now. Every time we rode that, you'd be like, ah, every time that first launch. I don't know what it is No, about it's different launch. though, even with that one, with the Incredicoaster launch. Yeah. I kind of like it. It's like kind of cool. Oh, all right. um, there's the suspense of just like quietly waiting before you go up, the, before it launches mm. you off. And there's basic, I think the lights do go off, right? There are like a street side. There's, there's like, like a, a, there's like a stoplight there. that Almost like when you're at a drag race and they like, yeah. they flip the lights real fast. Yeah. It's very intense for me. And sometimes it doesn't go right away. So sometimes you're just sitting there. They have to, yep. Yeah, and then it. it's, then the music, then the music like calms down. You're like, oh, okay. And then all of a sudden you're just like, bow. And you know what's coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally true. So I do still get, quite nervous for some crazy reason that is weird yeah bless your heart exactly <laughs> bless my tank darling 
Uh, and this is the great thing about uh, the Aerosmith Rock and Roller Coaster is that um, it's one of the first coast, one of the first attractions they had that had inversions in it. Um, I don't know that people uh, knew that it was going to be <laughs> quite as extreme as it is. Yeah, because you can't see the inversion coming because you're in the dark coaster. Yeah, you have no idea. And if you haven't ridden it before, how would you know? Like there is no. I, I can't. I'm trying to think if there's any signs that talk about how it goes upside down, but um, yeah, I remember the first time I went on it, I was surprised because it was the first Disney attraction that I have ever been on that goes upside down. Might be the only one at Disney World, right? Maybe I think it is the We're only one. Think. Yeah, because they don't do a lot of inversions at Disney parks. It's not something that they do very often, mostly because uh, it's supposed to be a family park, right? And you're going to want, you know, as many people of your family need to be able to ride rides as possible. And stuff falls out of your pockets. Yeah, that's the other problem. Yeah. Um, so I I think that was probably a big shock for most people. <laughs> I could see that. Mm -hmm. I think the only other one that I can think of off the top of my head is they have an Indiana Jones coaster in Paris that goes upside down. I'm pretty sure. Now, wasn't that coaster also a rock and roller coaster originally and they just rebranded it to Indiana Jones? Is that right? I have no idea if that's or a fact. There was know. another uh, rock and roller coaster. And no, I think it was a Guardian of the Galaxy ride that got rebranded mm. at another park. Um, and so people are thinking that might happen with this ride in the future at some point in time. Oh. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I mean, love the Aerosmith lay, overlay on it. Well, that's the thing about it is that everybody loves it. There's always a wait to get on it. It's always very popular. Oh, incredibly long. Yeah, even, I mean, back when they had fast passes, it was even longer. Like, it was ridiculously long trying Completely to get on true. there. Um, and so once you once you do your launch, then you go through, um, it's almost like a Star Tour, a, a Space Mountain uh -huh. style ride, except it's all big, uh, brightly lit black light signage that looks like you're going through Hollywood, basically, yeah. as you're driving around or whatever. Yeah. And of course, um, what's really interesting about it is they wanted the music to be a major part, obviously, of the attraction. If you're going to base something on Aerosmith, it has to have music in right. it. So the speaker systems in the cars are very complex. They have an entire speaker system in every car with the subwoofers under the seats and oh, tweeters I didn't know and there was everything. Stuff. We're yeah. sitting on subs this entire time? The whole time. Wow. So they made sure that the music sounds really good as you're going through the attraction, which... Oh, that's impressive. It makes all the difference, honestly. If you're if you're going to be on an Aerosmith coaster and you can only intermittently hear Aerosmith as you whiz by speakers... It's not going to work. It's not quite the same, but when they've got it cranked up in the car like you're in a car it's by true. yourself... It really adds to the experience of the whole thing. So if you could imagine mixing a rock concert nightclub with a coaster, this gives you this ride, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> it's it's a it's a very fun experience. It's one that I think most people really enjoy. And then at the end of all of that, you you get off the ride. I'm always a little rubber-legged when I get off that ride. I'm not really sure why. Yeah, you, if I remember right, you get off the ride and you're going onto the red carpet like immediately, right? Right, yeah. They have like topiaries and things as you're heading <laughs> in or whatever. So good. And then you go in, of course, to the rock and roll kind of store place where you can buy oh, it's so fun. that kind of stuff. It's absolutely perfection. Just, it's great. 
it's a wild ride should say that that whole first part before we see uh when we before we see the band that whole building that you're in we're in g-force records right is the name right. of the record company that we're at yeah um which is a great name for a record company just yeah, saying it totally makes sense because g-force obviously g's are the the measurement of basically how hard you're pushed down into your seat or how long you lift up out of your seat during a coaster right um so yeah, it's the it's the same general kind of thing I think with rock and roll where you you feel how Aerosmith has not started their own record label called G Force Records at this point. Well, we uh, all know Disney would sue the heck. Out of them. <laughs> they would owe them royalties. Yeah, be like, look. Uh, um. So you have been needling me to make a G Force Records patch for a while now. Years. A while, yeah. and here's here's the here's the point blank i am not a rock and roll person mm. um i don't know if that comes across <laughs> i'm a much On more this disney podcast of right. ours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm a much more quiet cautious person i enjoy rock and roll as much as the next person but it's not really my personality so it's really um it was a it was a new exercise to look outside myself and try to make something rock and roll inspired uh-huh um and you know we've we fiddled with this design for a long time before we settled on something that we liked yeah when you're walking up to the ride there is an iconic like huge red electric guitar on the front of it right and then the top of the guitar starts to spiral a bit and then there's that car on it yeah as you're walking up to the ride which is pretty fun and i think that red uh, guitar is pretty iconic part of the ride i mean what else unit because it yeah. has to be the red guitar for sure. <laughs> yes. um, and so, yeah, I kind of looked into um, even Aerosmith's uh, iconography uh -huh. and their stuff is very simple. I don't know if you've seen it, a lot of their stuff, but it's very not basic, but it's very simple designs. And I'm like, okay, that's who knows, not it might have been complex for the 70s and 80s. It may have been for sure. By today's standards. And so <laughs> I really had to rack my brain to try to come up with a silhouette of a patch and layout of words that I think works for this specific patch. Right. And uh, I think we came yeah. up with a good one though. Oh, I, of course. Um, and there's wings on the patch. I, you... yeah, they, I believe it's been a minute since I designed it, but I believe I pulled that from uh, one of their album covers. They had a set of wings on their album cover. Yeah, it was pretty famous. There you go. Uh, and then uh, lightning bolts, I mean, just seems like it's the right thing to put on there with the guitar. <laughs> yeah. uh, of course, in the wings, I put a hidden Mickey. So if you can oh. find that in there, that's always fun. Do you put those in many of the patches? Uh, when it makes sense. You uh, can hide them in there. I don't put them in all of them because I feel like that kind of cheapens the the fun of finding them. If you know there's one every time. Oh, you know? that's true. You've hidden other things in them, though. I hide things all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nothing like swear words or anything. But no, like <laughs> no, it's always applicable to the patch, right? <laughs> or Mickey. That's it. Um, I think it will embarrass you at a at a family party, right? <laughs> That's not my goal. Sees it. <laughs> oh, that'd be awful. But the patch is super fun, super high energy, which I think is great. Um, and you know, they're available now. If you, if you're a member of our patch club, they're already on their way to you. Oh yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. You if you're it. not, 
you can always get them at disneypatch.com yeah too. if you're looking for a geforce records patch ooh, right that'd be nice you should buy one of those <laughs> um, i got mine so if you were going to uh make another rock and roller coaster is there another group that you think would work as well as aerosmith sure aerosmith is good because it is like a good rock and roll band yeah works really well for the coaster i wouldn't be at all surprised it was an eisner inspiration probably right i mean it just feels like it is because really when you think of some of these concepts and i do have to kind of applaud him for that because when uh when i was first told of the concept of this ride i'm sorry i was like i'm sorry what Well, that's what I meant. Like Aerosmith and Disney. Like, this doesn't seem to like, and then you're just so excited that it's there. And and now the fact that, I mean, I, you wonder how much longer something like that's going to last in the park at this point, you know, because everything's mm. so IP heavy. Sure. But if they can't control the IP, then it's probably days are numbered. Um, so who knows? Who knows if it's going to stick around for a long period of time? We have talked in the past that it would be fun to have like um, a lot of like, um, all of like all of the female singers in a in a ride together mm. of some sort, and so yeah. I think that would be super fun. Didn't we say that they should do a uh, Captain EO remake with like Gaga or something? Oh my gosh! Of course, yes. Which would be fun. That would be so much fun. And she had a lot of respect for Michael Jackson, so it's possible that she, she would. She do might it do stuff. it. Um, another really interesting piece, though, about the Aerosmith coaster is that they did do a uh, Star Wars overlay for it. Oh, really? Yeah, kind of like how they do on Space, Space Mountain. Uh-huh. They they turned off everything Aerosmith, and when you got in the cars, they just played uh, Star Wars wow. music as you went through. In the dark? Yeah. A completely dark black coaster. Yeah. With air. Wow. With. Wow, with Star crazy. Wars music. I now think it would be fun, right? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, not for me. No, he says. I don't think I could do that. But if you think about that, if you think about that ride with um, Dolly Parton on it, or I'm sorry, not Dolly Parton, with Lady Gaga, uh-huh. um, it would not be very good. Like, there's no way it would be very good. No. Um, but, I mean, I'm sure we could do something fun with another group uh but the great thing about aerosmith is that everybody knows at least some of their music like it's so pervasive in just general culture that you can get on there and go oh i've heard this song you know yeah this is the first time i've ever opened a podcast with three songs (laughs) right karaoke podcast where you're singing up all of the hits yeah completely true (laughs) but but yeah overall i'm very excited about the patch i'm very excited about the ride the ride has been amazing love the marble door i love the marble door well the thing about it is sometimes we have to skip it though because the line has historically been so long yeah and as cool as it is on the inside, before you get in there, there's like full-on cement switchbacks uh-huh. out in the Florida oh, heat. Oh, right, in the Florida heat outside. And they you blow know. with your fans and, and, and stuff, but still, it's hot. Well, and it might be better now that people have to stay further apart. <laughs> but back in the day when people were right up on each other, you were like, there is a lot of uh, body heat. Oh, it's awful. Here, and no, it's, it's not, not helping fun. things at and all. And that's the other problem with that line too, unfortunately, is while you're outside, it moves so slowly. Like, the, it takes a long time to launch the cars. There's only one track 
right? I don't know what the deal is about the it what what's going on, but I feel like there's like three cars because they're pretty well spaced out. Yeah, it's you know? possible that there's three cars running on a busy day, but I think sometimes they have just two oh. where they're loading one while the other one's going through, and then well, they might have three. I think they might always have three because they're unloading one loading one while runs running through the course that's crazy i would think that would make sense yeah whatever the case is i know that like on the um on um what was california screaming right like that right i swear it has like five or six cars constantly running all the time anytime you try to like take a quiet moment while you're standing around there you are almost (laughs) always interrupted by a train going over perfection almost entirely every time so good Love it, Disney. Thank you for having it. It's a good, good ride. So, uh, GeForce Records patch out now. Totally available for you to enjoy. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, it's like I always say, walk this way. Are you going to scream it for me? Walk this way. (laughs) Follow my perfectly sculpted two-finger point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, Help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique, and we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast.